Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Today, I want to talk about 911. Don't play with it. And let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to Tweet Trends. Today I want to talk about 911 and how people are taking it for a joke clearly. They're they're using it improperly and that could cause some really serious things to happen to people who actually need the services of 911. Now, I can go back in time back to a day when Public Enemy and Flava Flav were saying that 911 was a joke and they dubbed it the fake lifesaver. And the reason for that was because back then it seemed as if, for some strange reason, people of black and brown hues were not able to get the necessary attention that they needed when they called 911. They wouldn't show up. They would show up way late. It was just crazy situations, and it seemed like it was always happening to people of color. So then you let time go by, you let things get massaged and changed and whatnot, and and it seems like people are starting to get the attention they need from 911, and now all of a sudden, instead of 911 being a joke, people are taking it for a joke and playing with it, and that's something... That gets under my skin. That bothers me because when you make a call to 911 and it is not what you're saying that it is, when that truck gets dispatched to you, your location, wherever it is that you're sending them on a wild goose chase, that's a truck, a group of people that cannot help the next person that really needs the attention. And I know I'm probably preaching to the choir right now. All of you listening probably have never called 911 for a fake situation. I'm sure of it. However, I feel like we need to talk to our children about 911 and be serious about it. Even when you're teaching children about 911, you have to make sure you you let them know. Now, you're learning about this, but that doesn't mean we need to call 911 to test it out to see if it really works like how I said it does. So if that means taking your kids to the like the fire station or the police station or something like that and talking it through with them so that they can hear it from somebody else and not just you. Because a lot of times I feel like kids think we just talk just to hear ourselves talk. And that's not the case by a long shot. I can think of a million, trillion, billion things that I could be doing than to be saying the same thing over and over again. And yes, as a math teacher, I know million, billion, trillion, not necessary, right? We understand. It's a whole lot of things on my laundry list of things to do that I could be doing than trying to explain to you over and over again the proper way to use 911. But saying all of that, this comes on the heels of the situation with Carly Russell. And if you have been living under a rock, that's the young woman in Alabama who faked her own disappearance through a 911 call. And then on top of that, 
even more recent than that situation, there was an 11-year-old in Florida that called 911 or she texted them, either called or texted them. Seems like it was a text situation going on because she kept updating them on the situation of her friend that had been abducted, clearly her imaginary friend, because there was no abducted child. There was no white van. There was no man with a gun. There was just an 11-year-old at her parents' house texting. Although she was saying she was in a car following these people, she was at home texting. And then when they came to get her little tail, she's like, oh, I thought it would be fun. Now, you may be wondering, why, Yvette, are you so upset about this particular topic? Well, let me tell you. So, black girls between the ages of 5 and 14, that age range, they are looked at by adults as being physically older than their chronological age, less innocent, and more self-reliant than white girls of the same age. Now, I know you're saying, well, okay, great, that's fine. Don't know where you got that from, but what does that have to do with 911? Well, let me tell you. So, I didn't come up with this stuff. I didn't pull it out of the sky. This is information from a 2017 Georgetown University study. That came from there, not from me, not from the sky, okay? But what does that have to do with this 911 situation? Well, here's some more data. The fact that black women 20 years of age or younger make up only 2% of the United States population. However, they make up more than 15% of missing persons. That is approximately 80,000 people. And these are numbers from 2022, just last year. I'm passionate about it because I used to be a young black girl that fit in that age range. I'm passionate about that because I have a daughter that's a young black girl that fits within that age range. And my anxiety is through the roof when I think about going places, her going places and doing things. I want her to live her best life, but I want my child and other children like her to be safe. And when people are out here putting out fake reports about stuff, that bothers me because and I'm thinking about the next child that's going to need that, those services. It's going to need someone to come and look for them. And the fact that somebody felt like they were suffering from the boys who, boy who cries wolf syndrome, that they're just going to play around with 911, I got a problem with that. And you should have a problem with it too. Now, what can we do about it? I'm still thinking on that one. I'm still trying to come up with the solutions for how we go and uh, change this whole thing where people are not taking 911 seriously. Definitely, you can educate your children. You can educate the young people around you. And even the fact that there are some people that have gone missing that people won't even report them as being missing, especially young black and brown girls, because they're feeling like, well, ain't nobody going to go look for them anyway. And even if they were, well, Carly messed that up. There's a lot of that going on around there. We can't blame this all on Carly. But I can say that 
whenever you put doubt in people's minds about stuff, everybody suffers. It's just not you. So when you do that thing that you think is funny or for whatever reason you decided to do it and it was a lie, that lie hurts everyone. Okay, so I'm going to pull back for a second because there's another thing, actually two things that I want to kind of point out here. One is something very serious that we need to bring out. The other part deals with the 11-year-old in Florida. Now, she sent these police officers on a wild goose chase. And not only did she send one report, she sent multiple reports. She sent updates. She gave them more and more information. She said what the person was driving. She said where they were. And then she even said that this man that kidnapped her friend was armed and dangerous. She said that he had a gun. At that moment in time, that moved next level and it became beyond serious because at that point, she put people's lives in danger. The men driving white vans on I-95 during that time period, they didn't realize it, but they had a target on their backs. And something terrible could have happened to one of these men had the police not figured out that this little girl was sitting in her home sending these messages, amusing herself off of somebody else's possible really, really bad day. So from what I understand, she had to spend the night in juvie. There was about $550 that it cost to get the gas and get the helicopter up in the air to try to track down where this truck was. And um, there's kind of talk about whether or not her parents should have to pay that back. And if you ask me, I say yes. Yes, they do. And they need to make it very clear to their child that because of what you did, this is harming us as a family. Don't you ever do anything like that again. Don't even think about it. Tell your friends not to think about it. All of that, you know? So that's the one piece. The other thing that I kind of wanted to bring up is the fact that in Carly's situation, she's a young adult. Completely different situation. It didn't seem like she was doing this to entertain herself. Now she has come out, her lawyer has come out and said that Yes, it was not true. There wasn't a child. None of that happened. You know, wasn't what she said that it was going to be. So kind of the same situation there. They're looking at what was the cost of this missing person search for her and this child. And should she be held responsible for it? Should she have to go to jail or what? what's going to have to happen to her? We'll see in the coming days. But the thing that stands out to me, she started off with it as a 911 situation, but now I think from there it gets changed to a 988 situation. This is a crisis. This is a mental health issue because clearly when an adult does something like that, it's a cry for help. It is something like, who knows? She might've been dialing 911 initially because she was gonna do something to herself and then realize, oh gosh, that's crazy. Let me tell them some crazy story and go that route. You know, bad idea, idea Carly. But 
you know what? You got to live with the choice that you made. And, you know, we'll see how the end's going to be on that. But kind of like going way back in the Wayback Machine to Susan Smith. She had another story that was crazy sounding that she told the authorities and people believed her. They followed it up. She did kind of like the 11-year-old. She put a face to it. She said that a black man carjacked her and her children were in the car. Oh my gosh, distraught mom, my kids, my babies, bring them home safe. When come to find out this woman put those kids in that car and drove that car into a lake, she wanted a reset so that she can then run off with her lover. She put people's lives in danger. She lied to the authorities and she put targets on the backs of black men who had no clue what was going on. Mental health is serious, guys. People are crying out for help every day. I look at what happened with Carly as a cry for help. She needed something. When people do weird things to get attention, they need help. When you see this type of thing happening in your family, in whatever, you know, she had a story and it involved children. And something that I didn't know is that when children disappear, most police departments have a cutoff age that determines whether or not they're going to launch some type of immediate investigation. And the part where is that thin line where you've got these black women who go missing and it seems like nobody really cares is that they may be outside of that age range that the local police department looks at as imperative. It could also be other things such as um, what they think about the people, the family, if they feel like, mm, no, it's not worth our time. You know, there there's a lot of uh, power that the police department has when it comes to these type of situations that they can either say, yeah, let's go, let's check it out, let's see what we can find. And I'm thinking that in Carly's situation, had it, ju- had it just been about her, they might not have taken it as seriously. They may have taken their time. But because there was an infant that seemed to have disappeared as well, that is probably what prompted the the heightened um emergency the the need to go try to find this woman and this child bottom line though is we need to do better about mental health because they can take carly and the susan smiths of the world and other people like that and just throw them in jail but until you get to the root cause of what made them do the thing that they did, you can't tell me that they didn't realize that it was wrong. And if they don't realize that it's wrong, that's another sign that this is a mental health issue. So all I'm saying is keep an eye on the people around you, your friends, your family members. When they start doing weird things, Do what you can to try to convince them 
to go get some help. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I really appreciate you hanging in there with me. I know I was a bit over the top, but one thing I think you need to kind of keep in mind is that whenever there's situations that are happening, there is a particular level of trauma that you can feel off of somebody else's situation. So although I don't know Carly personally, the fact that I can relate to her as being a black female, as to having been 25 at one point in my life, then there, there's a certain bit of me that says, you know what, let's try to figure out what went wrong here. When you get information about studies where they're saying that young black girls are being seen as things other than what they actually are and how they're particularly vulnerable to sex trafficking and sexual exploitation, It hits different because I used to be one of those girls. You know, I've been that age before. And therefore, that desire to try to figure out what can be done to keep our girls safe. And then on top of that, the idea of mental health and trying to make sure that everybody is good. That And if you're not good, it's okay. But let's find ways to get you to a better mind frame, a, a better feeling about yourself and what's going on in your life. Again, it makes you want to figure out what can I do to help. So today's episode was kind of like, I guess, the the beginnings of, because I've still got to try to figure out what can I do as a podcaster, as a mom, as a Girl Scout, uh, a Girl Scout leader, all the things, what can I do with each one of the hats that I wear to try to make the world a safer place, a better place? And definitely education is one of the keys, which is why I came to you with this episode today. So again, thank you. I appreciate you for listening. Share it with a friend. Share the number 988 with anyone you think might be in crisis. 911 for people who have other issues going on that maybe the police or fire department can help with. And, you know, also educate your children and young people that 911 is not to be played with. Don't play with it. And um, I don't know, maybe we can make some changes together. Thanks again. And I look forward to seeing you next time.